0: Why is it that we needed a Facebook in middle school?
1: And what are we trying to do when we post into the Twitter void? I'm Max Fay. And I'm Caroline Dowden. And this is more content for you.
0: Well, we made it.
1: Wow, we're back. Look at us. Here we are. We made
0: it to episode two. It's we one, did. Thing to, one thing to start a podcast, but to make it to episode two, I mean, that's some People content. People love us. That's some content. <laughs> Wow, um, great. Yeah, good for us, maybe, we'll see.
1: Insert Paul Rudd meme, look at us. Look
0: at us. I <laughs> know <laughs> uh, that's right.
1: Um, so, a year from now, we can bring that uh video back and we'll assess from there.
0: Exactly. I'm excited for when you're like 100 episodes into a podcast and the hosts go like, listen to our first episode and how bad we are. And then, you know, we oh, can do that.
1: we should. We should have like this real a really cool theme. Like we should come up with a good idea for our one hundredth episode. But okay. that's down the road. We'll cross Only that
0: Only ninety-eight more to go.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Okay, so we have some we have some housekeeping that we want to go yes, through real quick. And then we will get going on our topic okay. of the day, topic du jour. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. Ooh, that's fancy. That's a nice that has a nice ring to it. We're friends. I like that.
0: Hear it. More content for you. Yes.
1: Let's just Let's do this in France and leave this country. Okay,
0: okay. Uh, I'll see. i see you there. Anywho.
1: Okay. First, see you there. First
0: thing. First things first. We have to give a shout out to our editor, executive producer. What else, Caroline?
1: Our motivator.
0: Yes. Our
1: encouraging companion during this journey that we're taking.
0: Thank you, Emily.
1: <laughs> we love you. You're great. You're the best
0: amazing okay next Good. we're so we were so distracted with actually giving you an episode last time that we did not think to tell <laughs> you to subscribe to our podcast or to rate our podcast or to share our podcast or all the things that we're supposed to tell you and that we would actually like you to do uh yeah we would so, love for you to
1: do that if you like us so of you know
0: go on go on itunes give us you know you know if we're not five stars don't give us five stars but but rate us and we like honesty. We like honesty here. Give us give us a little review and maybe tell a friend about it.
1: If they like content or if they're interested in learning about different kinds of content.
0: And then one last bit, which I'll yeah. let Caroline Sure. Tell you about.
1: Speaking of sharing our podcast, we do have a social media presence on the Twitter. Our Twitter handle is literally just our title, more content for you. So if you wanna follow us and see when we're uploading our future episodes and whatnot or any funny retweets that we share on the internet please give us a follow at more content for you
0: we won't be really
1: the void so sorry if you're expecting that
0: yeah i was gonna say what's really great about our twitter is that it's all ironic right
1: that this entire podcast
0: is like about what we're posting so everything that we post has has some meaning there oh yes or or no meaning depending on uh depending on where we end up here
1: yeah well we'll see but oh yes, give us a follow if you will
0: breaking news tiktok is gonna sue the government
1: oh my god
0: wow okay that's you know not relevant to this episode but relevant to just, a super it
1: just... oh my god yeah, it just
0: just happened relevant to a future episode probably so episode stay tuned did. there
1: we will be and, talking about TikTok briefly, like later on. So stay yeah. tuned, y'all.
0: And a news podcast we are not, but that is some interesting breaking news there.
1: We're both obsessed with news and we're trying not to Ugh. get so news oriented. But
0: Because like what is what is me getting that breaking news notification gonna gonna do for me right now? I don't I don't know if it's gonna do anything. So. I probably
1: got it too, but I turned off all my notifications before. We started this episode so I wouldn't get distracted.
0: I also, I put my phone on do not disturb, but of course, like, I I have it open. So, you know, nothing works. Anywho, our topic du jour is...
1: Speaking of binging news, we're talking about... Speaking of binging binging
0: news, look at this transition.
1: Talking about binging today. If you listen to our last, our pilot episode, we briefly... Talked about. Oh, we should talk about binging in the next episode. So here we are.
0: Here we are. I feel like binging. I don't exactly know when it came into the world, right? But and we're we're of course talking about binging TV here, not binging other things. Right. Right. It's it's really kind of it's taken over how so many people our age and I guess not our age as well, uh, take in TV, and Mm -hmm. maybe to a lesser extent like movie series but mostly tv is what is what we're talking about here
1: just with everything with from netflix to other streaming platforms like hulu or you know prime there's just so much especially now that we're all we've all been inside our homes for the past five months which is kind of bonkers to think about there's just there's just been many opportunities <laughs> to actually binge um, this entertaining content. So, I don't know. Or
0: not or, entertaining content.
1: This, or not, yeah, like, you know, Tiger King, not entertaining. Oh
0: my god, remember Tiger King? Wow. That
1: was two fucking years ago.
0: That was so long ago. Yeah. Okay, so I guess I guess we should start with the basics here, which before yes. we kind of explore... Why we binge and the effect on how we take in content, do you binge?
1: Are you asking me if I binge? I'm asking
0: I'm asking you.: Oh <laughs> yeah, I know uh, that kind of sounded rhetorical, but yeah, it was, was directly like, to you.
1: Am I on the spot here with this question? It's actually funny because i am I binge movies like really well, like I will have myself many i've had myself like many movie days for not even just in the pandemic but just in general but i'm actually someone who it really has to depend on the television show when it comes to binging because it's very hard for me to actually stick with a show and i know like this isn't the case for everyone but this is just for me specifically so i I absolutely, yes. The answer is yes, but it depends on what the content is. It depends on the show. I can't just, someone can't, I can't binge every new Netflix show that has been released within the past month, because I feel like so many new shows have literally been released on Netflix in, like, the past two months.
0: Yeah, so I
1: I I have a couple. I do binge, but it just depends.
0: I guess I have a couple questions there. I mean, Oh man. The, big, the biggest <laughs> the biggest question is what do you what do you decide to watch, which is maybe a a whole different topic. So if you don't want to get into that then we could save that. But the other question is when you decide to watch something are you intentionally like I want to watch this as quickly as possible or are you okay kind of like spreading it out, you know, letting it let it be doesn't matter if the show is still like airing or there's a future season coming. How do you kind of think about how you want to approach a TV show that you're going to watch. And I realize this question sounds fairly ridiculous because we're just talking about TV and maybe, maybe we don't think (laughs) about it that much, but I have a feeling, I have a feeling you do. So I'd love to hear your thoughts.
1: No, that's not ridiculous, but it's, so when I, when I'm about to start any TV show, I usually go in with the mindset I'll just take my time with this because I I just I'm not good with like sitting on the couch or like sitting in bed with my computer and going through like six hours of a TV series or watching like an entire season in one day. So I do I I go into the mindset thinking I can spread this out, it's fine. Like life is like life will go on, I will go, I will start a show, another show at some point down the road in my life, it's fine, there is no time limit here, but then I'll be in, I'll be a couple episodes in, in a couple weeks time, like three weeks time, and then I'll get, and then I'll slowly start to give up on the show, and want to kind of explore another show, so I'm not, I'm not very good with finishing like different like tv series so
0: that's so interesting I know I I know we kind of have that this later in the outline but I know that you and I are both very like goal-oriented people right and I don't know if I'd have to think about how I am finishing shows as well I think I'm generally pretty good at it um once I kind of commit there but I'd be curious like why are you so good at finishing other things but maybe not a tv show is it just cuz the tv show you you lose interest or or what is it
1: it's not that i'm losing interest in a show it's that i think it's because i i become impatient with myself as i'm watching a show but i don't want to commit to continuing to like sit on the couch and go episode by episode and consume like all like this entire show in one sitting and so and because I am just constantly curious about other, like, TV shows that are released on other platforms, and it, it's more like my own impatience and wanting to, like, explore other options. Wow, it's like, it's almost like a bad, re- wow, I was almost gonna convert it to, like, a bad relationship. Oh, like, exploring more options. I, it feels like a committed relationship in a way, but that's weird. That's a weird to say. I don't, I don't know.
0: I love the that, the committed analogy.
1: It's, it's commitment. Um, okay, I feel like I'm, I'm talking about this, but I, it sounds like I'm like this with every single show, but that's not the case. Like, there are plenty of shows that I have started, I, that I have consumed from start to finish. Well, so. I mean,
0: part of it is like simply that there are so many shows, right?
1: There's um, so many.
0: I don't know how we are supposed to manage it all, to be honest.
1: Like as has, if
0: as if we yeah. have to manage any of it, right? Like it's not right. like it's our responsibility to watch all these shows. And I will say there's plenty of shows I should have watched by now that I have not watched. And and it doesn't right. make me it doesn't make me a worse person, but there it's such a part of like the culture of zeitgeist at this point, right? Watching these shows. Uh, new ones old ones or just binging generally like people will ask what are you binging right now and it's (laughs) interesting that that's become a kind of a part of the conversation Uh, especially I I imagine there was a a massive change uh, from you know just a few years ago when Sunday night you would watch The Sopranos and then it it, (laughs) you know you have a conversation Monday and now it's like kind of constant you can have that conversation, like, on a Wednesday. And it, it much, like, uh, much like many things in our life has kind of become uh, timeless, in, not in a sense that it, it lasts forever, but in the sense that it's not time-locked.
1: For the past couple minutes, I've been thinking about different examples of shows that I have consumed, like, all the way through. But they're all – I feel like they're all shows that they don't have – like, they don't have an expiration date yet. Like, they're all shows that are thinking about where their producers and directors are thinking about renewing the seasons because I, I'm thinking about, like, well, this past April where I, I mean, this was only one season, but I watched Normal People, which is based on the Sally Rooney novel, which is fantastic. And I guess before that, I watched, I forget how many seasons the show has has had so far but I watched Barry on I think Amazon this was back in like October when I watched that was a show that I was absolutely drawn to and could just actually watch that show and get through like the three seasons within a couple weeks and it was really awesome Mm. and such great content and super intriguing so those are like the two examples that I could think of but they're both shows that I think are planned to release like more seasons I mean hopefully just given you know everything going on right now but that's where I'm at I can't like go and watch like rewatch like all of like the West Wing or something I don't know why I thought of that example
0: <laughs> maybe because I'm, like, the- I'm
1: thinking the about the one show I'd be now. like
0: you have to watch the West Wing that's like the one where I'm like go watch it
1: <laughs> yeah no I've seen, I see mean, I've seen it it's great
0: it's amazing. I mean, I'll say, like, my one constant example here is Game of Thrones, which I, I... I work for HBO. I haven't seen Game of Thrones, um, and I should, but the thought of spending 60 hours watching it is, like, repulsive to me.
1: Oh, you're saying I, that you haven't seen it?
0: I haven't seen it, but it you just...
1: Oh my gosh, neither have I. Oh, Wait, do you also are you also not understanding the hype? Well, or it's oh man, hard to, I feel like I'm so many people. Right now.
0: Well, you know, it, it's hard to say because I'm sure if I made it to like season four, I would be like, "This is the greatest thing ever." But the time it takes to get to season four, right, or even right. one season, it's like hours and hours. It takes so much time. Uh, I'd I'd personally rather watch like. 32 hour movies than one 60 hour TV show.
1: I'm with you on that. So I guess I would ask you the, I would turn the question to you. Do you think you binge when it comes to TV or?
0: I'm not very good at it. I could try, but right? I'm, I'm just not, I'm not good at it. I watched Curb Your Enthusiasm for the first time. I started in February it's 10 seasons. There's 10 episodes a season and each episode is 30 minutes. So while it's 10 seasons, it's really not very, not very much stuff. And it took me until like last week, it took me six months basically to watch that, which many people can get through that in like two weeks. So I used to be better at it. I remember when like Dexter first came out, I got through that thing real quick same thing with you know a couple other tv shows but over time it's become harder for me to kind of like justify you know when the time i have available to just watch stuff is is more limited which i'm not saying it is during quarantine but but generally it's become harder for me to justify you know once again watching a couple episodes of a tv show instead of a movie i've been meaning to watch or you know uh, reading there, there's so many options out there, and I, I just – the commitment is a lot. This is nothing against TV. I think some of the best stuff I've ever seen is on TV. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of, like, priorities, right? Uh, right. So that's kind of where I sit there.
1: I feel like we're in the same boat, but you explained it so much better than I could.
0: <laughs> no.
1: <Right. laughs> I just struggled I- with trying to explain myself because I I feel like I, ha- I feel like we have to be – you know, the kind the kind of people who can sit through, like, an entire TV show in a limited amount of time. I feel like you, like, have to do that, or just, I feel like you have to do it with, like, specific shows. Like, I feel, I don't know how to explain that.
0: Well, the momentum helps, for sure. Yeah. I, I do wish uh, we had, like, kind of someone on that did binge a lot right and and was able to say this is why i do it but i have to imagine it once again it is a matter of priorities and and just like what they how they want to spend their entertainment time versus how we want to um right so i don't know it's interesting because people people do it i just don't do it so much
1: yeah i'm with you on that well do you think do you think binging tv has changed over time or know how like I guess
0: how has it changed I'd be curious so you know you can say very confidently that it's changed over the last 10 years but whether it's changed over the past three or four years is harder to say once streaming became the norm and You know, everyone got used to the Netflix model, right, of every TV show being available all at once. That's what really changed it, right? That's what made binging a thing was when Mm -hmm. Netflix came out with like season one of House of Cards or whatever came before House of Cards. Uh, And people were like, oh, I could watch this all at once. And I did binge the first season of House of Cards. It was awesome. And people loved it. (laughs) So then it just went from there. And you start looking at back catalogs and once again, so many options, and now there's so many streaming services, and now we, we all have time for this, and I, I think, like, we should probably talk a bit about how it's changed during quarantine and, and during during COVID mm-hmm. as a whole, but I'm not sure how much it's changed over the past five years, once kind of the idea was introduced by Netflix.
1: Right. That's funny you say all like how fantastic house of cards is because i've only seen like two episodes
0: well it gets really bad like yeah last last couple of seasons are are not great <laughs> and now it, and it's once again like now it's a situation where you don't really want to watch it right so it, it's now more complicated but i will say when season one came out when season two came out it was awesome at the time
1: yeah It's nice to not be judged that I have not seen all of House of Cards or, you know, the great first season that the show brought because um, for anyone listening, if you don't know, we went to American University in D.C. And I feel like that's expected of you to, like, have seen House of Cards, right?
0: Yeah, I actually never watched the last (laughs) season. I, I, Which is funny, you know, you watch, like, I also never watched the last season of Silicon Valley,
1: oddly enough. I've and never seen any of that. So I, watched, I, like, I watched
0: like four seasons of House of Cards, and I watched, I guess, five or six seasons of Silicon Valley. And then I just never watched the last season. And this is kind of like, I can't explain it, but uh, if I'm not hooked, I'm not hooked. And, you right. know, House of Cards, the quality went down so much. So I'm sure there's people that are – such completionist about this that uh, they have to they have to watch the whole thing. But I just kind of stopped caring a bit. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Or did the show it wasn't it going to be continued with just Robin Wright? Did that happen?
0: Yeah, the the last season okay. was with just Robin Wright, and okay. it was well,
1: yes.
0: <laughs> supposed to be like horrible, just like really bad. Um, so maybe i'll maybe i'll watch it maybe we'll see how it is
1: we can like maybe i'll like actually maybe i'll i'll watch the show but just watch the last season
0: just the last season
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, um. it right there. do we want to talk about binging during the pandemic and yeah discuss that? Oh,
0: yeah <laughs> It's been it's been really interesting. I mean, once again, it becomes it's the same question of you now have all this time and how are you going to fill it? It's the it's the same question that we've always had, like what do you do with your extra time? Except now we just have more extra time. Personally, I once again I watched Curb, but that is the only TV show I've watched this entire time, uh, and well, I've I've been rewatching you know some of Nathan for you as well, which. I'm surprised oh, this is the first yes. time it came up on this podcast. but
1: I should have I should have said earlier, that is a show that I've seen from start to finish because it is so fantastic and brilliant.
0: My yeah. bad.
1: On the, but Which, we'll,
0: ironically, that's not a show that you have to watch from start to finish.
1: If, if folks who are listening don't know, but our title was inspired by Nathan for you.
0: It was. Nathan Fielder, if you're listening, hello.
1: Hi. We, we admire you. Want to be on our show soon?
0: Yeah. Hit us up on our Twitter at more content for you.
1: Oh, yes. Have yeah, you been so, binging
0: during the pandemic?
1: <laughs> okay. That's funny you say that because it's, I feel like, yes, I have been binging. And it's more that I, it's kind of like you. I've been returning to shows that I've liked in the past. I can remember, I wanna say it's. it was right when the pandemic started in mid-March, I decided to rewatch Lost on Hulu, I think. The fact that I'm not remembering the different platforms that I've been watching content <laughs> is, is a little ridiculous. Maybe it's just because everyone's brains are turning to mush during this time, but it's fine. Um, but, so I, I rewatched only two seasons of Lost. And it's partly because I don't know if you've seen Lost Max or if anyone listening, if, I don't know if people have seen or watched I think Lost. people
0: have, but I have not. Yeah,
1: it, it, I'm sure. I'm sure people have. Um, the first two seasons are really like the only good seasons. So I grew quite bored after season two ended and did not wish to continue. So besides so besides that rewatch the only new show that i was super into was season one of normal people i don't know if they're actually i mentioned previously like while recording this that i think they want to renew a season of that show i don't know what they would talk about on that show because the whole first season is literally the story of normal people like the whole story that's adapted from the novel. So that would be, I would be curious to see like what they would actually put in the second season. But that is the only new, and I think that just worked out well because it was just one season of a show that just got released. And then I started Nathan For You over a couple of weeks ago. And I've been taking my time with that because I am literally just starting season two like, tonight. after wow, we I love this that. episode. Yeah, I love I'm going to have a great Saturday night to myself. I have it all planned out. I'm just going to watch, like, a couple episodes of season two of Nathan for you. Nathan it's for really you. not – it's easy to get through. Very easy. Not that,
0: I mean, it's great. Um,
1: oh, it's so great.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I – Well, I think what's more interesting is, like, just my evolution of what I have watched – which, it started, my, you know, my quarantine started with me checking off every movie that I've been meaning to watch for years. And I feel like I got through all of them. And then, now at this point, I'm just watching, like, trash. Like, complete trash <laughs> movies. Uh, me too, like, actually. Like, <laughs> last night I watched, okay, not that this is a trash movie, but this is where I'm sitting. Like, last night I was like, oh, I could watch, like, you know, a good movie, but instead I'm going to watch Top Gun. So I love Top Gun. Well, yeah, Top, Top Gun's a good movie, but I'm now just like looking for anything with like pure entertainment value. And uh, that's kind of the beauty of quarantine is it has truly given you so much time to watch all the good stuff that now you're able to just kind of like watch what you feel like watching. Uh, sure. So that, that's been interesting. And you know, it, it gives you a, a little bit more freedom there. Though it sounds kind of odd that you need freedom to watch what you want to watch.
1: I wonder if, I wonder if most people who have, who have been like actually binging a lot of content during the pandemic, if they have returned to past shows that are like beloved to them, or if they've turned to like new shows. I don't know why Tiger King had to be the example that came to my mind, because I know that there are other shows that were released during the pandemic, like new shows. So I wonder. I actually,
0: I did watch a uh, a season of The Good Place. I, I did rewatch it.
1: Oh, yeah. uh, oh that is another show that I could get through because that's a that's great- one of I my more comedy.
0: I mean, The Good Place is just like my favorite thing ever, and it's I just great. at some at some point over the past five months, I of course don't remember when I just watched a season of it because I wanted to. So that that's a part of it. I would love to hear like if any of our listeners are very loyal bingers or or they just go from one tv show to the other um mm-hmm. or to the next i should say like how you guys think about this and how how you kind of approach this because it, it sounds like caroline and i are on the same page here which you know we could explore that but I'd, I'd be really curious about the other side of things and and does it mean you're watching fewer movies or does it just mean you're watching more of everything and what does that what does that really mean
1: speaking of the good place which is also very fantastic um i do have a question for you do you or did you watch the good place and wait because it was you know this is a show that like has been current and would have new episodes air like every week did you wait like a whole seven days or did you just binge watch the whole show or just any of this, like the seasons that were on Netflix whenever at any given time, did you just go through all the seasons on Netflix or did you actually wait a week to watch a new episode?
0: Are you asking if I spread out my binge? Yes. This is of always this something, this is something, this is something I've always really like thought about. I was like, I could, I couldn't manufacture a weekly cadence here, but it would take so long. Uh so to answer your question, I watched the first three seasons of The Good Place on Netflix and then season uh-huh. four I watched as it came out on NBC. Nice.
1: That's interesting. Which was
0: actually really really pretty good because um, you know, there was a companion podcast and all this really great stuff. And it was just a fantastic season of it. So I had a really kind of nice time spreading it out. But in order in order to reach it on time and to catch up with the show, I, I did have to binge the previous three seasons. And like kind of the way the show is set up too, it, it does this like kind of roller coaster where the beginning of each season, you're sort of like, I have no clue where this is going. And oh my God, they destroyed everything I loved about the past season. And then, you know, five episodes in, you get so into it again. And you kind of have to go with the roller coaster there. So, the, the binging helped with that. And maybe, maybe a show like that does uh, benefit from, from the ability to watch back
1: to back. Based on this conversation that we've had, I feel like we're both more drawn to comedy. I don't it's know. Such that. a
0: hard question. I, cause I'm it's sort, sort of, of like,
1: pity that I just had.
0: <laughs> I'm sort of like, well, I like, I like anything that's good. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's certainly but,
1: something that I've, um, or what were you gonna say?
0: I'm more willing to pick up a new show if it is comedy simply because the episodes are shorter. And I, right. have, and I have a problem sitting there for an hour watching an episode because, once again, that means I could watch two episodes or I could watch a movie. And I'd rather watch the movie. So it, it, I, can, I can more easily justify the the shorter episodes, which I'm sure some of you guys are listening and you're like, well, you could watch four episodes of a mediocre TV show, or you could watch two episodes of a great TV show. And I'm like, that's that's true. I might, you know, I might start the wire soon. I'm thinking about that. Um oh. but or the Sopranos, something like that. Uh, oh
1: yes. I, but I, I, I that like
0: It's just you know. very intimidating to me. It's like, wow, this is once again, it's so much time. So much time.
1: Right. That's so, yeah. Uh, go ahead <laughs> i know that's like i was gonna say the sopranos that is a show like my family like my whole family they love it and i've only seen I- i've seen quite a few episodes but i've never seen the show i've never watched it all the way through so i'm with you on that i that that is a show that i could see myself starting in within like the next week or so
0: well it's i'd something- be interested to hear how you're yeah. watching experiences
1: yeah because i don't know new jersey so New Jersey, woo! Where, I don't know. Did we do listeners No. Well, I'm from. We're, we're both from Jersey, so.
0: We're both from Jersey. I think opposite <laughs> opposite ends, but At,
1: opposite ends. But opposite end. end,
0: which are really back. like two different With states.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> but the Sopranos brings all of New Jersey together.
0: Yeah, we're all united under one Sopranos. Unlike like Jersey Shore, which we actually we're all united under hating Jersey Shore too. So,
1: oh, totally. Yeah. yeah.
0: So <laughs> I wanna sense. I wanna wrap up this conversation soon, but real quick, I I think we should briefly talk about. Uh, there are kind of like other types of content binging in the world right now, mainly TikTok and YouTube. And oh yeah. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> we wanna we wanna have a whole TikTok episode. We think we're gonna do it next time. But real quick, I think it's, I think it's wonderful. I think it is like, I think it's incredible. It's um, more positive than any other social network because it's so based on creativity. And I I have a great time spending time on there swiping through and, and seeing what, seeing what comes up. And you know, you could end up spending a half hour on there without really knowing it. And you're sort of like, is my time better spent maybe watching an episode of a TV show But part of this is like, what brings you joy? And right now TikTok is bringing me joy.
1: So that is great. Um, So I'm still somewhat new to the TikTok world, which may be bad timing on my end because, you know, it could possibly leave us very soon with our government. But so what is it about I guess, like, my question is, what is it about TikTok that you find, or is it just because it's so creative? Is it because that creative aspect of it that people just have all these bonkers ideas? Like, is is it that idea of creativity that makes it just very enjoyable for you and other people to watch, or are there other reasons why it's just such a positive outlet for people?
0: Well, to answer your question correctly. It's because the algorithm is so good. Uh, <laughs> you can so go on there. It. You can go on there, and maybe you come across like one video. You're like, eh, but it will hit you with like ten videos where you're like, whoa. So just like the success, rate, the success rate is so high, and it knows you so well. Which, once again, we could dive into that in a future episode. Yeah, but it is it is so. It's, just, it's delightful. There's like not a better word for it than delightful. And you, you rarely see a video on there where you're like, I'm in a worse mood now because I watched that, which is so rare in today's world. It's,
1: yeah. it's so rare. No, that is a, that's a really good point. Do you find yourself binging TikTok videos more than YouTube videos now?
0: It's a hard question because TikTok videos are like 30 seconds long.
1: Right. <laughs> um, I have to remember that. I, i mean i've
0: got i've gone into very specific like youtube like niches right uh during quarantine like i just watched so many cooking videos but (laughs) same i I, i'll say like if i'm like bored what am i defaulting to it's it's tiktok which you know for someone who kind of cares about quality it's kind of feels a little silly but at the same time is quality. It's so clever. The stuff you see on there is is very inspiring in the sense you're like, wow, they thought of this. Uh, people are are finding ways to to be creative and and put good stuff out there during during a pretty difficult time. So yeah. I, I think that's I think that's cool. And while you know maybe I should be on TikTok a little less. And there there are certainly you know negative negative things about it. Uh, I I think that. As a whole, it's a really unique social network in, in the sense that it is overwhelmingly positive f- for the most part, not considering the parts of TikTok that I've not hit. Because I know there are a whole lot of um, conspiracy theory parts of TikTok as well.
1: That is good to know. I, that has encouraged me to maybe watch more TikTok videos.
0: It's really funny. I feel like the point of this podcast was not for me to be like, here's more social media.
1: No. It's okay. Well, like, social media, that's positive. Because I think, like, one of our main takeaways is that, okay, we should, you know, we want to implement the content we consume, but in, like, a more positive manner. So, TikTok is great. Or, it it's great until, it, you know until it's too much until it's too much or i mean it's great until it you know gets taken away from us who knows maybe maybe it won't
0: so fascinating okay next episode is the tiktok episode stay tuned uh-huh. listeners i
1: have to watch more tiktok videos now in like the next two weeks so Caroline, I give no- it like give,
0: give it like three days and it will just know everything about you
1: okay sounds good
0: it's pretty it's pretty incredible
1: Okay, I'll I'll take your word for it. I I trust that.
0: Okay, let's move on to our. I feel like we need a clever name for this segment because I've decided it's gonna happen every episode. But it's our content picks or notable content or something like that of the last two weeks. You wanna you wanna go first? You may to go to first. Right you go. Here. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: Okay. Well, I was going to say I went first the last time. So if you want to go first, but I mean, I can, I can go first again. (laughs) Let's just, let's always
0: make you go first. Let's make that a thing.
1: Oh, great. I mean, yay, going first. All right. So, um, so my pick is a bit nerdy on my end, which is on brand for the nerdiness that our show encompasses. Um, <laughs> so my pick is actually an episode from a podcast series that I started that I started listening to last week. It's called CI to I, and it's run by this man Eric Gensler, who is the president of Capacity Interactive, which is a digital consulting firm for arts organizations. And in this specific episode, he talks to this woman Lisa niemeyer who is the producing director for this production company called Disability Dance Works. and They discuss different ways that arts companies can be further or better accessible and inclusive for people with disabilities and and why it's crucial for organizations to create meaningful cultural experiences that are centered around disability and how this can be done through digital experiences and assistive technologies. So I really love this episode because I, I personally believe that every single arts leader should be thinking about accessibility and inclusion especially since like how all theaters and museums are continuing to engage audiences virtually. Like arts leaders should think about this idea of separation of content being meaningful and, and exclusive versus being meaningful and connecting and inclusive. And you know, this content being, you know, drawn to audiences on a theater's website or social channels or emails. So that is my content pick, and yeah, I will now turn the spotlight on you.
0: I didn't realize how clever that podcast name was. Well, I yeah. thought it, I thought it was clever, but I didn't know it was capacity. So
1: I do will you know, now d- wait. Do you know the organization? Do you know this consulting? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, I, okay. I I have to I have to listen to your podcast.
1: Yeah, it's it's awesome. I love it a lot. I think this episode was. I think this this episode got released a year ago, but it's awesome. And it's it's funny listening. I listened to this episode and I feel like I listened to it in a timely way because I'm thinking about, oh, okay, they could, there are all these ideas that organizations can totally think about and implement in you know today's world because all these different organizations are now trying to engage and involve audiences digitally. So I liked it. <laughs>
0: We're gonna have to have a very meta podcast podcast at some point.
1: Oh man. I know. I was thinking about that too.
0: It's gonna the time will come. Probably probably not that far in the future.
1: Yay. Yeah, Yay. probably not. Okay. Anywho, it's your turn.
0: <laughs> my pick my pick is uh the movie documentary Boy State, which is streaming on Apple TV Plus. So those of you that have Apple TV Plus, all five of you um can watch this if not i think it's worth the 4.99 a month to watch boy state because it was it was really fantastic so the concept is uh every year the american legion runs in each state uh this, this thing called boy state there's also a girl state where they bring in a thousand 16 and 17 year olds and have them form their own government and in 2018, a documentary crew went and uh, followed the 2018 Texas Boy State, and it was incredible. It it was fascinating. Uh, you, you have a you have a lot of personalities in at Texas Boy State. Many of them are very conservative. Uh, some of them are some of them are not. Many of them are incredibly savvy political thinkers, and you kind of look at them and you're like, "Wow, you're gonna you're gonna definitely be." congressman one day and and to know you know there's really quite a remarkable alumni pool here i think uh i think there's like five or six current congressmen that were once at Boy state uh just like really great thinkers in the world and to be clear you watch this documentary documentary and you're impressed by many of their political uh acumen but you're not exactly like inspired by them as people you're sort of like oh this is like the problem and and much of it is about how they're willing to lie to get elected or how you know opinions are swayed in politics and just kind of how democracy works and there's a lot of yelling back and forth but it is quite a symbol of our country today even though it was filmed two years ago and really really fascinating so uh there's all that but then there's also one character and i won't spoil it because you guys should once again all go watch boy state who is incredibly inspiring and a fantastic speaker and just gets it and i know caroline and i have been talking a lot offline once again a horrible term i don't know why people say that but have been talking offline about uh our politics today, and, and kind of what, what we need, and I'm sure that this podcast will become more politically active as we go on. But someone like Stephen Garza, who is the character, uh, is just fantastic and, and gives us hope at, at a time where we really need it. And watching him interact with the with the rest of the the rest of the community out there is is a fascinating movie. So go watch Boys State. That's my pick of the week, and. That's that.
1: That's really great. That's another, um, that is another documentary that I need or not just like, that is another like piece of content that I've been meaning to after talking about it with you, you know, offline, that is something else that I have been wanting to watch.
0: And I, I I watched another, maybe tonight with Nathan for you.
1: Yeah. uh, Back to back. Back to back. I also
0: watched a documentary called, um, Called The Swamp, which follows uh it follows Matt Gates around Congress along with uh, along with a couple other people. It was pretty interesting. It was it was pretty interesting. And you you sort of start to start to see how everyone's thinking and and kind of how things happen there. So I recommend that as a companion piece, but definitely watch Boy State if you're gonna watch anything.
1: I feel like I'm making this discovery now um but i feel like we're definitely both documentary buffs is that right
0: i love the documentary fantastic stuff
1: great i i was like you know what we de- we both definitely seem like that type so
0: i think so i think so
1: that makes sense
0: is that our that's episode really
1: what oh is that our yeah. episode that's that oh, yeah <laughs> yeah we should totally yeah
0: <laughs> so thanks for listening once again uh, rate Subscribe, share, unsubscribe, resubscribe, whatever you have to do to get us up the iTunes rankings. Throw uh, your phone out
1: the window.
0: <laughs> go, go buy a new phone, new iTunes go account. Buy a
1: new phone. Don't do that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, let us know if there's anything you want us to, do, want us to talk about. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Another shout out to Emily Bank for everything she has done for us.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. You're the bomb.com, Emily. Yeah, you're the bomb.com. Uh, thanks to Caroline for <laughs> doing this with me.
1: <laughs> you for coming up with this idea. Or no, wait, wait. Wait, no, I came up with the idea. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. We did it together.
0: We're here Sorry. now. We're here now. We're um, <laughs> yeah, having a great all. time.
1: Yeah, thank you all for tuning in to our second episode and, you know, for being proud of us that we made it to
0: the second episode so i think we're looking at like a a two cadence or so at this point but you know that could change and we'll we'll see but we're gonna we're gonna keep this going we're gonna we're having fun we're having fun i feel good about this thanks for listening
1: bye more content for you was created by max Fang, caroline dowden and recorded in the comfort of our own homes using zoom which is ironic given the topic of this show More content for you is produced and edited by Emily Bank.